Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Maryland Post World Cup podcast. It is day five. We are here daily with your roundup of the day's action. I'm your host, Ross, and with me for this one is Chris. Hello. And coming live from Qatar is Simon. How's it going? You all right? Yeah, good, mate. How was the experience? You having a good old time? England, England abroad? <laughs> it's, it's been brilliant. I mean, loving the patio the... furniture around and that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ch- chucking deck chairs across, across <laughs> the, uh, the pool. No, it's it's been brilliant. I mean, like as I say before we start recording, the the I can only sort of speak of our own experiences out yeah. here, and it's it's been nothing but you know a real good sort of friendly atmosphere, all yeah, fans awesome. mixing in together and getting on. So yeah, it's been great so far. Excellent, a real festival of football, just what FIFA would want you to say. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that man with the yeah. gunty head behind you? If they want to yeah, sponsor uh, our podcast, we will take so, it. Sorry, Mister Blatter, I'll. Uh, I'll, I'll... <laughs> um, our first game today was Switzerland taking on Cameroon it was settled by a Briel Mbolo goal um, took it really well Switzerland um, they're not exciting are they really they're the Swiss you know exactly what you're going to get from them and Cameroon I thought were a, a little bit unlucky not getting out of the game but probably a fair result in the end Chris you saw this what did you what did you think of this one I can't remember. <laughs> I've seen all four. I mean, this, we're talking about 12 hours ago now. I can't remember. Um, yeah, I thought it was a pretty decent game. Like you say, Switzerland are sort of very meat and potatoes, aren't they? Yeah. You sort of turn up and, you know, yeah. Aris Seferovic comes on a sub and doesn't do misses anything. Misses everything. Yeah, <laughs> misses everything. I, I thought they um, I thought they were pretty good at the back. Um, I thought Akanji, I can't remember who else was with him at the back. I thought they did really well. Mm. Um, I thought Cameroon missed the trick by not starting with Abubaka. Um, yes. They started with Toko Kambi and Chupamoting. Um, Chupamoting did okay. He tried pretty hard. And he had a few shots. Toko Kambi, he didn't do so well, which I'm surprised about because he does pretty well for Leon normally. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think they, he, he adds a bit more physicality, Abubakar does, when he comes on. And um, I think they kind of missed the trick with with uh, with him not starting. Mm. Um they looked okay going forwards. Shakiri didn't quite have it. He got the assist, but <laughs> he didn't quite have his um, sort of um, pinpoint precision boots on. Oh. Um, there was a couple of times the ball sort of went astray and stuff. But yeah, it was, it's not a game that's going to live long in the memory. No, it's a fine one. I've just found out Rigobert Song was a Cameroon manager. I'm I'm loving that. Yes, <laughs> and um, Murat Yakin was the um, Swiss manager. It's oh, like really? sort of yeah, it's like World Cup 2006 or something. Oh god. <laughs> Nothing makes you feel older than players becoming managers, does it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Simon, you didn't see this big game, but um, you've been trying to meet a fan from every country. Have you found a Swiss and a Cameroonian fan? Uh, I haven't got a Swiss fan, though. There's, oh. there's four left that, that I need to get in Switzerland or on there. And, uh, so, well, I've, I've got everyone except for France, Switzerland, Holland and Senegal. Oh, okay. 
And so, so I'll be honest, Senegal are my worry because I haven't seen a single Senegalese top oh, really? since I've been out here. <laughs> yeah, oh, so no. I'm a little you, concerned with that. Can you go to the stadium and sort of hang around the outside? <laughs> I, I think I think I'm going to have to, but but the worry is they're in Group A, so they're playing with England the same day England oh, are yeah. playing. So oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm hoping tomorrow uh, in some of the uh, the fan parks before I go to the England game, I'll, I'll be I'll be able to nab one of them. Yeah. Get that, get that sorted, get it ticked off straight away. France and Holland should be all right, shouldn't they? Surely, later stages if England make it through. I'd have thought so, but I've only seen like a handful of Dutch fans out here, which I was surprised mm. at because they normally travel quite well. But yeah, um, yeah. I, I'm sure I'll be fine. Fair enough. They stick, um, they stick out as well, don't they? They do. <laughs> <laughs> well, markers. Um, that puts, puts them in the second in the group now after the Brazil, Brazil result this evening. The group um, is. Sorry, just one thing. Sorry, just a quick shout out for the um, Swiss goal scorer who was actually born in Cameroon. Oh, and Bruno, yeah, he's uh, he's a good striker. I like him. I like both their strikers. They have um, it's Okafor as well. Yeah, it was the first time in international football I've ever seen a non-celebration. A non-celebration. <laughs> 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 they got Jan Sommer in goal still as well, so I always like to see him play. Him and Lachola. Yeah, they gave him man of the match, but he didn't really have an awful lot to do. <laughs> uh, they're, they're, they're fully team Switzerland, aren't they? That sort of every major tournament, they always seem to get to the knockout stages, but you're never yeah. really quite sure. They never really stand out. Yeah. Just you know, do it's enough. Not, it's like Samuel Tarley in Game of Thrones. You sort of wonder how he got to season eight. Second in their group. Serbia are bottom of their group. Um, Cameroon third. Kind of the, the, the second round of fixtures in this group are going to decide it, aren't they, I think? Because... Swiss versus Serbia is kind of what you would think to be the second place playoff. It's the third game, isn't it? Is that the third one? Is it? I'm not sure when, when they play who, but yeah, that's kind of the big game, isn't it? Cameroon, for all their trying, I don't think we'll get out of this group. No, I'd no, be very surprised. <laughs> I would be as well, but I think they both play quite similar when we were talking about Serbia in a bit, but I think Serbia and Cameroon played very similarly. Okay. Fair enough. Let's move on to our second game of the day. The Uruguayans taking on the South Koreans. Uh, finished nil-nil. Um, was this more two teams not wanting to lose, Chris, than one team trying to win? Um, I don't remember because I was having to do some work at this point. Uruguay had 10 <laughs> shots, but only one on target, and the Koreans managed no shots on target. So. What did I remember? Oh, Diego Godin had a header right. uh, onto the post. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I remember that. Uh, and um, they started with Darwin and um, Suarez up front and uh, Cavani okay. came off the bench. But yeah, uh, not an awful lot happened in this. I don't remember any South Korea attacks whatsoever. Wow. Um, and it was interesting watching Uruguay because you've got Suarez up front who the brain is willing, but the legs aren't quite <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's interesting as you watch that, how fast Darwin Nunes is compared to him. Yeah, the comparisons um, started. They did try a load. What they did try, they tried a load of diagonal balls from fullback, um, right. and a fair few of them seemed to work. I don't know whether they, whether they'll sort of work as they progress through the tournament, and better mm. teams will switch on to that. But yeah, they they tried quite a lot of diagonal balls, and a fair few of them did work. Or they they either went to the man, or they went into the sort of the, the opposition the fullback area for Darwin to then try and sort of yeah. run onto. It makes um, sense you've got a man that's that quick and you can utilise that pace and yeah, why not? Yeah, well he got clocked at 38 kilometres an hour for Liverpool. So Jesus. He, he yeah, so he's um, <laughs> he has got a lot of pace. He'd kill a child running that fast if he hits them. <laughs> he's a big lad, isn't he? <laughs> yes. 
Um, South Korea, not too much to shout home about. All about Son, isn't it, really? And if he's not firing, then unfortunately they're going to struggle, I think. Yeah, they had that Hwang. Hwang did okay. Oh, um, yeah. I think it was him. Um, he did okay. Son didn't do an awful lot. He was on the. He's on a lot of their set pieces. Um, yeah. So he wasn't sort of in the box to get on the end of them. But that's they... that very much strikes me as the the kid who owns the football. He's the he's the. Yeah, they they did okay. I think uh, without being particularly spectacular, Uruguay um, and yeah. same for South Korea as well. That's still a very it's a very tight group. Group H. Um, hmm. Portugal obviously they won their game to their top, but the rest of the teams all stand a chance. But that's I think that sort of goes to the point. You you said right at the start of this game that it was it just two teams not wanting to lose, especially mm. in a group as tight as that. If you lose your opening game, yeah, and obviously, and then if there's a winner in in the other game in that group, with, with it sort of being what you look at on paper as, as quite a tough group to predict, yeah. it's, you just you don't want to lose that. At least if you've got a point, it's something to build on for the for the next two games. Yeah, qualifying with four points is very doable. Um, yeah, absolutely. Anything else, Chris, on this one? Uh, no, I can't remember a single thing about it. Sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. I've seen the next two games. We can talk about those more in depth. Um, Portugal oh, took on Ghana and won 3-2. A Ronaldo penalty, which he won in air quotes himself. Um, <laughs> under AU equalised, then they conceded two goals in two minutes uh, before a late, late... Um, well, I say late. There's still 15 minutes left of injury time. Um, it, this was a fun game. Only kind of... Dampened slightly by Ronaldo's fall to the ground for a penalty. Wasn't I kind a penalty, of thought, was it? Um, I see why soft. it was given. But then there's it been was... a lot of very soft penalties, I suppose, in this World Cup. So. It was very soft, but I can see why it was given. Yeah. And it was one of those ones where once the referee gives it, VAR's not going to overrule it. So I, yeah. I could kind of see if I would have been appealing for it if it was um, an England player. Yeah, I'm fair. really, I'm struggling. I'm really struggling to see how that was given. If, <laughs> I mean, if if the um if the Ghanaian defender's leg comes across Ronaldo, yeah. fair enough. But it, you're you're allowed to, to body, make contact with someone. Yeah, I, I yeah. thought it was I thought it was a shocking decision. It was Salasu, the um, Southampton defender, that gave it away. But we'd all be appealing for that if that was an England play, wouldn't we? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's going to happen at some point. Sterling or Foden's going to run into the area, and that's going to happen. So we'll, yeah, we'll see if we get the I mean, for it. it it, it kicked the game into life. I thought the first half, mm. Port, Portugal sort of got a few half opportunities, had a lot of the ball, didn't really do an awful lot with it. Yeah. And then obviously, once that goal went in, the, the game just kicked off then. I thought it was, a, yeah, like you said, it was great fun to watch. Yeah, second half and, was um, really fun. I mean, just for Ghana, the, just the way they continue those two goals so quickly. Yeah. You can see that Andre Ayu he's obviously just come <laughs> off the bench and he Fuming, was absolutely livid. <laughs> I just fucking um, scored. Oh, it was it was quite a frustrating game to listen to because it was um yeah. it was all about the Ronaldo narrative on the comments. Oh, and it was yeah, and it was just that constantly and it, it started to do my head in a bit. So when he scored, I thought, well, you know, bloody typical. But, scored um, scored at five different World Cups, overtaking closer and Pele and Actual legends of the game. Well, yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of people pointing out that Marta um, did it first for the ladies. Oh, really? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I thought, the, thought the, um, I thought it was good that Ghana kept coming back because I thought Ghana it might fun. be one of those... Yeah, I thought it might be one of those games where um, as soon as Portugal scored, I thought, that's it, they're going to sort of shut up shop yeah. like sort of Joe's 18s mm. in 2005. 
but um, but they they kept coming back, didn't they? And it didn't take them long to equalise. Unfortunately, they lashed it up in the ten minutes afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very cool finish from um, Leal with a great ball from uh, Fernandez. Yes. Really good finish. Yeah. And the, the third um, one as well, a lovely chip finish over, and they almost got another one, but the keeper actually got a hand to it and kind of whacked it away. They're a living yeah, dangerous right. Ghana, which I think they will do. That's how they play, I guess. He's their third choice keeper as well. Is he? Yeah. He's I remember them saying that at the start, yeah. He did all right. Yeah. So Lamptey is probably yeah. their best player, wasn't he? Sorry? So, uh, Lamptey was probably their best player. He had a tough ask. Marsh didn't that. He must have come on a sub then, I think, because I don't think he started, did he? Did he not? I missed the first 10 or 15 minutes. So yeah, Lamptey came on. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he, I thought he did really well. Poor Inaki Williams at the end with that sort of oh. Gary Carpenter. Oh, thing. God. He slipped, did he? So yeah. devastating because <laughs> you just know Ronaldo's face would yes. have been absolutely oh perfect. <laughs> it would have sucked himself back on if that got it. Oh, I think you, you, I look at Portugal. I just they're just such a, a dislikable team. Yeah. Obviously Ronaldo, <laughs> but you got Bruno Fernandes, yeah. such a rat face little tosser, and then João Felix's antics today yeah. were. I, I thought it was pathetic. Oh, yeah. You just you they've got all got faces you never get tired of slapping. <laughs> I tell you what, speaking of João Felix, in the first half, going back to what you said, Simon, about Portugal looking a bit disjointed or a bit meh. There was quite a lot of times when. The ball was coming. He, he didn't get his pass right into the box or his cross right into the box, Jal Felix. Yeah. And he's had he's had a tough season so far. So, um, yeah, I think hopefully that goal will sort of see him right. Would they be um, a better team if they started with Leao rather than Ronaldo as their main striker? Yeah, quite possibly because <laughs> more than likely, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's having a much better season yes. for um, his club. He's got a club to start with. He's got a club. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, somebody on Twitter was having a footballer you'd most like to punch you in the face that's not been accused of <laughs> fascism or sexual assault and Sergio Busquets yeah. and Jordi Alba were winning but do you reckon yeah. any of these Portuguese players could uh, a couple of them yeah Joe Felix is yeah like um, someone said <laughs> he's antics today he's really shot him up that list <laughs> I mean what, what I do think they've, they've got that, that midfield three of um, Fernandez, Silva and Neves, Neves and as much yeah. as I can't stand uh, Fernandez that, that's a good midfield three but I think that game tonight showed that their defence you, you can get at them and you can yep. cause some problems and I think what probably really cost Garner especially when there's like nine minutes injury time but mm-hmm. just the lack the lack of composure and quality in the final third and they had opportunities to, to get good balls into the box yeah unfortunately Jordan Ayew was their striker at that point and <laughs> yeah. you're never going to score if that's your situation <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm trying to see who the Portugal defence was uh, Ruben um, Diaz uh, Danilo who was a, a bomb threat absolute bomb threat um, Cancelo <laughs> and Guerrero yeah, because uh, uh, I quite like Danilo for PSG. He seems okay. He's one of those players you scout on Football Manager that's got sort of three out of Great five stats, stars. but never done anything. Yeah, pretty much. So um, I guess Pepe's the other central defender they've got, and he's about 100 years old. Yeah. <laughs> the next generation needs to come through fast for them. Yeah. At the back. Well, I, I, don't, I don't think that back four, though, they're not getting much if any protection from anyone in front of them. No. I mean, Ruben Nev- Evans will sit a little bit, but you know, his, mid- his midfield partners have got no interest. <laughs> no, William Carvalho didn't come on, did he, till the second half? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, um, they are a very unlikable team, Portugal. I do hope they go out there, but they're probably going to qualify for this group with ease. Um, 
Apart but, from Liao, yeah. Yeah, I like him. I, I just hope he doesn't end up at Chelsea, which seems to be kind of where he's <laughs> headed, unfortunately. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. Oh, um, Baba Rachman playing for Ghana. I put this on the WhatsApp group. It's yeah. like someone I've completely forgotten about. Got an assist. <laughs> yeah. Got an assist to Andre Ayew. What year is this? <laughs> Uh, let's move on to our final game, which was Brazil 2, Serbia 0. Um, Martin Kieran was in commentary for this, and th- th- these two things don't mix, Brazil and Martin Kieran, because he was trying to claim that <laughs> this isn't an exciting Brazil team, and that he said at one point, oh, did Rafinha really do that well for Leeds? Yeah, I mean, he single-handedly kept a team up last season pretty well. Um, he said Richarlison's never really hit the heights. I mean, he's having a pretty good couple of seasons. It's all, it's all about Neymar. No, there's a lot of very good players in this team. That's even not counting like Vinny Jr. and the rest of the players they've got. The weirdest bit of commentary on here was, um, I don't know who he was talking about, but Guy Mowbray said that one of the players smells of goals, which is really partridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of oh. thought I kind of thought that he, he had a point in the first half. Um Brazil they weren't fantastic, were they? They weren't setting the world alight, but they were they were having their efforts, I guess. Yeah, yeah, they were. I thought, I thought one... Serbia made it very hard for them, yes. by, yeah. didn't they? By, by by being so narrow, just incredibly so organised back. And the yeah. thing, like with, with <clears> that, obviously logic would dictate you get it out wide and whipple in, but the mm-hmm. wide players from Brazil are just going to cull in. And yeah. other than Richarlison, who's going to who's going to attack like the ball like in the air? So that yeah. so I thought Serbia. They had a game plan and, and it worked really well in that first half, but mm. I think it was always going to be an ass to keep that going for 90 minutes. Yeah, you're playing, you're playing four strikers effectively, Rafinha Neymar, yeah. Vinny Jr. and Richarlison. It's, it's tough for anyone to stop that. It was interesting as soon as they conceded the first goal, Serbia, they brought on Dusan Vlajevic and I kind of wonder how yeah. different it would have been if either, either he'd started on his own or maybe could he play in a two somehow with uh, Mitrovic. Yeah, you've only got three games. Go for it. Like, yeah. I mean, the, the three of us watching this, we, we said the exact same thing. Like, especially if you look at some of the, the earlier games, it's sort of like J- mm. Japan with their win against Germany. Yeah. You think, like you've just said, Ross, you've got three games. Like, yeah. why set yourself off on the back foot and have, give yourself a potential mountain to climb? If you're going yeah. to lose the game, lose having a go at trying to win it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, their, their plan seemed to be keep it tight, keep it narrow, whip balls in for Mitrovic and see if he can get yeah. on the end of one. That was kind of the entire plan. And, he was a danger, but never really, really threatened yeah. person, did he? Well, I mean, <laughs> also, you've got, like, Thiago Silva mm. can't really play in a back two, you wouldn't think, anymore. So. Yeah. But if he's only got is one striker... Incredible, either, is he? Yeah, so you, you just thought, you know, that's always sort of been the weak point of Brazil is they, yeah. they've got so many great attacking players. But if you, if you have a go at them, you can get some joy. Yeah. Talk about that um, Richarlison second goal. Oh, yeah. very good. Wasn't it? <laughs> it was all right, I suppose. That <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 is funny enough. Like before, about ten minutes before he got the first goal, we were, we were sat watching, it going, "How's he starting over Gabriel?" <laughs> <laughs> Classic uh, commentators curse. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he, he does well for Brazil, doesn't he? Maybe not always great for his club side, but he is their number it, nine now. He he he's got abilities. Just mm. sometimes it's, it's 
there's a lack of consistency and a lack of composure sometimes when, yeah. when you see him sort of week in, week out of the Premier League. But I mean, that second goal, it, as you know, is a great goal, but he has got that in his locker. You, you've seen him score very good goals over the years yeah. that he's been in the Premier League. He's got so many options as well. Martin Elias, oh, the French, Anthony, Gabby Jesus. Rodrigo. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> filth, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it was. Uh, he, he seems a bit cruel, I thought. When they're bringing all them on, <laughs> uh, Vinny Junior as well. Sorry, just want to say about Vinny Junior because he was the like, the best outlet in the first half. He had he that. was brilliant. I thought. Yeah, he was played through, and then the keeper came out and sort of swallowed yeah. the ball in the first half ahead of him, and then he got the assist for the first. Did he get the assist? They got assist for both goals, didn't he? And he uh, shot. Really for yeah, the he second. Shot. Second one was the outside of the boot for the assist, wasn't it? The first, yeah. first one he shot, didn't he? And the keeper saved it. So yeah, he was a proper handful all night, wasn't he? He's, I so mean, he's, ra- he's rapid. Yes, <laughs> he's extraordinarily quick. I, even, I can... like when, even when they foul him, he he's that quick. He can still get up and get yes. the ball. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah, they're going to be a danger. I mean, that's doesn't that's that's not no great statement there. Brazil will be a danger in this World Cup tournament. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how far they can go. Um, so that's all of every team's played now. Every team's played one game. Who has what's been your goal of the first group games so far? For me, it's the second Saudi goal. I thought that was absolutely fantastic quality and a superb finish. Yeah, that's I mean, you can't really beat that as a choice, you know, the context of the game as well, and the yeah. winning goal. Yeah I'd, yeah, I'd go along with that. Although I, I did, I think obviously the Charleston second tonight, yeah. and I thought Sack. And I thought Saka's first goal uh, for England was, yeah, was a really was good strike as well. as well. But yeah, I think the Saudi one would probably be my pick as well. Chris? Yeah, I, I'm i torn between, yeah, like you say, the, the the Saudi one's got the narrative, but the Richarlison one tonight was something pretty special, wasn't it? Yeah, it's pure class, isn't it? Um, are we all sticking with our pre-tournament predictions? I've predicted Argentina, which uh, is looking ropey, I'll be honest, at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> I can't saying, remember who... I can't remember. I think I predicted everybody because it seems to well, be every did. time. Yeah, you said every team has a chance, which is, yeah. I mean, fair enough. I mean, they all do. Well, yeah, they do. Um, maybe not guitar. Um, Simon, who did you pick before tournament? I mean, my uh, pre-tournament pick was Argentina as well. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like you, starting to question that myself. I mean, the first half they're great. If they can work out how to play onside, they'll be fantastic in this tournament. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's all of the games from today. Let's have a quick look at tomorrow's fixtures, which feature England. England Woo. back in action at 7pm. Uh, before that, we've got Qatar versus Senegal, uh, Wales versus Iran, Holland versus Ecuador, and then England-USA, the big one. Um, any thoughts on any other games before we talk about England and America? Uh, Wales Iran? <laughs> that could be quite an interesting one, couldn't it? It could. I thought Wales adjusted well in the second half against America. And played yeah. much better in the second half. I I, th- I think Iran might cause them a few problems because they got in against us a couple of times, mm-hmm. and I, th- I think it's a game Wales Wales have got to go all out and win that game. I think, and if they if they go too far, I, I can see I can see them having problems caused against the Iran. I'm, I'm I'm not yeah. sure which way that that one's going to go. Joe Allen's fit, so he will play. He's kind of underestimated because he does things that allows Bale and Ramsey to be Bale and Ramsey. Um. For them, Where, but when was the last time Aaron Ramsey was Aaron Ramsey? Well, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Gareth Bale's only thirty-three. Got he's probably got another World Cup in him, and if Wales make it, <laughs> it's just all. It's never fit. It's never no, properly yeah. fit, though, is he? He can just sun it up in LA now for a bit, though, can't he? 
Yeah. <laughs> Four years of peace. <laughs> Chris, what do you reckon to Wales and Wales? He's going to win that one. I, I'm really... Yeah, I don't know. I'm quite torn on that one because Wales did look... They looked quite toothless until they brought on Kiefer Moore in the second half, didn't they? Yeah, God, imagine that. Mm. Truro City legend. So yeah. I, I want him to <laughs> score. <laughs> I'm torn between wanting him to score and schadenfreude of watching Wales lose. So, you know... <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like think, this. yeah, I think I think a draw because I don't think there's much between these two teams. Although weirdly, the Iranians were forcing that poor keeper to play today. He's got some enormous face mask on. Yeah, it looks like Phantom of the Opera. But he, um, the poor guy probably just wants this. It's like the, they've got another two goalkeepers as well. Yeah, just play one of them. That's why I didn't understand why they yeah. made him stay on the other day. Why would you want? a player in a key position sort of not realising knowing who he was because he'd been knocked out it does seem I weird. mean surely if, you, if, you, if you're Robert Page you're saying to Keith Moore first corner <laughs> yeah yeah exactly make yourself a nuisance <laughs> as much as they've got Gareth Bale we've got they've got um, Iran have got Mediterranean as well um, oh, there you go they've got a couple of decent players yeah Jakambash as well haven't they well, yeah We'll see how it goes. England then. England take on America. Um, team news is that Madison obviously is not fit. Um, Harry Kane is fit to play. Um, Harry Maguire was feeling unwell in the second half. I'm not sure how you'd be able to tell. If, uh, um, <laughs> America have got no injury concerns. They're fully fit. So, who who ask, would you have started up front if Kane couldn't have started in this game? Wilson? Well, apparently Wilson missed training today oh, really? as well. Oh, okay. Sur- surprise, surprise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shocker. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I mean, if if Wilson was fit, then I, then yeah, I think you go for him. But yeah. if if he's not and Kane's not, your only options Rashford through Rashford the middle. Through but the middle, does anyone yeah. want to do that? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask Simon, um, whereabouts he's sitting so I can look out from him on the telly. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't actually know. I'll, I'll be sitting tomorrow. Uh, as soon as I find out, I'll, uh, I'll I'll pull it in the group and let you guys know. Oh yeah, nice. yeah. Send us a picture of your seats. So we can go and figure it out. Um, <laughs> I like the looks of America against the Welsh. I thought they they're very incredibly fit and incredibly aggressive in terms of their uh, pressing and stuff like that. So they could cause England some problems, I guess. They're, not, they're no slouches, I, are they, America? I think if it depends which half. I've thought because well, yeah. <laughs> I thought uh, the second half I, I thought they were really really poor against a, 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 what I think is a poor Wales team as well. Mm. So I, I think they yeah like they, they're young and fit and so from that point of view I think England will have to be obviously a lot more switched on than, than we were against Iran. Certainly in that second half I thought we came out quite sloppy in that second half. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if you've got three goal leads you can maybe <laughs> afford to do that. Yeah, take um, off the gas a little bit. I would expect our quality of attacking players to cause that defence quite a few problems and I, I would expect a comfortable win but mm. in the same way that I think a big thing will depend on what the score in that Wales Iran game is. Obviously, that's the early kickoff. You know, if Wales yeah. win that, then the pressure's lumped right back on the USA, then isn't it? So yeah, they have to attack us, yeah. Which opens us up to um, exactly. Counter, yeah, no. yeah. I um, thought about that. I don't know how old Zoom is, but Tim Reams, I think he's mid thirties, isn't he? Yes. Um, so Gino. Yeah, so Gino Dest, I think he's not played an awful lot of football this year. So I do wonder if maybe we can attack them a bit. With I mean, you look at the pace of Saka against someone like Tim Ream. Um, mm. Yeah. 
is there some is there a way we can exploit our our speed and physicality of Kane against that American defense? Because like you say, going forward they look all right. The game the other day they had um, Adams, McKenna, Weyer, and Pulisic up front. Josh Sargent is. Why is Josh Sargent playing up front? He plays for fucking Norwich. Exactly. The championship. <laughs> so they've got they've got four um, offensive players who are pretty decent, plus Gio Reyna on the bench, who yeah. maybe never came on. So Brandon going Harrison, forward, play in. yeah, going forward they could be all right. But I just wonder whether we can sort of attack them at the back. Yeah, they, they are probably weaker at the back. Definitely, the, the mm. keepers aren't outstanding like they have had had good keepers in the past. They're all kind of all right. So I think we're all pretty England win, aren't we? Yeah, maybe not quite as comfortable uh, as the Iranian game. Yeah, one sort of two one or something like that. Isn't it? Yeah, a, a classic England picture. <laughs> would, would you go with the same starting lineup again, assuming everyone's fit? Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's any need to really make changes, and then yeah. you get two wins on the board, make your changes for the final game, can't you? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, my only th- yeah, who did we play in defence with? We have sorry, we had Stones and Maguire. Didn't Stones we? Maguire. Yeah. I mean, oh, I'm just thinking about dropping. <laughs> Maguire, but then you're bringing in Cody or Dyer, aren't you? Ben well, White, play ben, you White. Have... ben White yeah, should ben... be playing. I would drop Maguire for Ben White, but that would be the only yeah. thing I'd make. Ben White's the best defender, central defender we've got. He's proper classy centre back, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, we stick with Harry Maguire instead. I would have dropped Harry Maguire for, for Kai Tamori, but then you know, it's <laughs> an impossible thing now. But yeah, that's true. But yeah, that's the only change I would make. So what was the starting yeah. lineup against Iran? It was um... it was Pickford, Trippier, Stones, Maguire, Shaw, Bellingham, yeah. Rice, Saka, Mount, Sterling, Kane. Yeah, that's the that's the best thing we got really, apart from Harry Maguire, I guess. Mount got <laughs> some criticism. He he got sort of people said that he didn't do an awful lot in a six-two victory. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> give him a break. He's he's one of those players that he doesn't necessarily have to like do anything outstanding, but he keep he like. You know those those classic guy keeps the play ticking over yeah. really nicely. He always does. He does the simple things well. Yeah, and and you and you need people like that in your team, and that that allows the more sort of flair talented players to go and do like the magic and, and like get get you the goals to win you the game. But you yeah, need people who've got to do a lot of that work. Saka and all those players around him. He doesn't need like yeah. modern, fantastic, does he? Like a sort of latter day Gary Parker. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you read my mind, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Then that is the end of today's podcast. We'll be back tomorrow um, with someone. Someone will be back tomorrow uh, reviewing those games. Um, Chris, where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, at Sketchingham77. Where can they buy your book? Nowhere yet. Nowhere yet. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll keep you updated. That will be out at some point. Um, Simon, where can people find you and follow your work up adventure? Uh, so on Twitter, is at Sio Regan. Lovely. You can find me at Ross Bell underscore underscore and you can find us all at Man on the Post um, with Chris Manning on Twitter mainly because he works for the council so he's got plenty of free time. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I said, we'll be back tomorrow so join us then. Until then, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Chris. Goodbye. And goodbye from Simon. See you later. And always remember to keep your man on the post. Yeah.